Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to Hot Up the Mess. I am your host, Samantha Bush, and I am here on Tuesday morning. Good morning, everybody. I'm here to talk about the Love is Line reunion, the Netflix fiasco, Girls Trip, of course, and um, just some news, some Bravo news that I'm seeing floating around. Um, I'm very intrigued by the the ongoings between Chris and Dowdy and Billy, um, Billy Lee. We all remember Billy Lee. She was seasons four and five, maybe seven, six and seven um, of Vanderpump Rules. And um, so let's just get, yeah, let's just get right into it. But for, actually, no, let's not get right into it. I do have some exciting news. I was approved for my new place. I'm so, 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 so excited. I move in May 1st. I can't wait. It's like this cute brownstone two floors, got two bedrooms, you know, cause I'm an office girly now and, um, I'm going to make it really cute. And I just, Oh, I just can't wait. I'm going to be reunited with Barb. Barb and I are actually reunited right now because I am staying at my mom's. And as we all know that, uh, Barb like has lived with my mom for the past like eight months, but she'll be back with me full time. And I can't fucking wait. I've missed her so much. It's like so weird how her and I have just gotten back into like our routine of like like what she used to do when I, she lived with me before, like the moment I start podcasting, like she's up my ass, like she's next to me. She's climbing on the table. She's like trying to rub up on the microphone. It's a whole situation, but that's Barb, you know, that's Barb. And right now Ruby is at my dad's. Um, he has a really big, uh, fenced in backyard. So she's there in this transitional period. And I'm heartbroken because I am very codependent with her and I miss her so much. And, um, yeah, so I can't wait. If anybody has good, like furniture recommendations other than like Wayfair, I, I would love them. So I basically have to furnish this entire place and like, I'm the kind of person that's like, I just want to do it all right now. But it's like, you got to collect as you go, you know, like you, you don't want to get everything at once because then I feel like it makes the space feel kind of stale, but I definitely have a vibe that I want to go for because there's a lot of exposed brick. It's got high ceilings. Um, and like these, I don't know how to describe it without making it sound weird, but it's got like these like wood ceilings. Um, cause it used to be like a factory and, uh, so the brick can make it feel very like masculine and that's just really not my vibe. So I'm trying to go for like a Nancy Myers. I actually did end up Googling like how to make your space feel like a Nancy Myers movie. And um, you got to get textures and you got to get a mix of between the new and the old is what they said. I was like, that's really not that helpful. I wanted like a go-to website where it's like, this is 
how to furnish your place to make it look like Nancy Myers. Um, so I posted a picture of it on in my personal Instagram yesterday. And like so many people were being so sweet and like so supportive. And it was just like really nice. And I was like, oh, love everybody. So I can't wait um, to get in there. I'm so excited. Okay. Let's talk Bravo. That's why everybody's here. No one gives a shit about the fact that I'm moving. But um, anyway, Ariana was seen at Coachella this weekend making out with a fitness dude, Daniel Way. And I was talking to Gracie Girl about this yesterday. And I said, actually, she said, now that I've seen Ariana move on and I know that she's happy, I can let this stuff go a little bit. And I relate to that so hard. Like, not saying she needs a man to be happy, but like just knowing that she's like out having fun and making out with hot guys, like, or whoever the fuck she wants to make out with. I'm just like, wow, good for her. Good for her. Um, and I don't know. I've been thinking lately, and this might be tough. This might be a tough note, but I kind of think the rest of the Vanderpump crew needs to lay off a little bit and stop spoiling the reunion and everything that we're going to learn at the reunion now. Like I know that they want to get their coins and they want to get their downloads and everything, but it's kind of like, can't we just have one nice thing? This is all we fucking want. Okay. We want the reunion. And I don't know. Like I know that Ariana has given them her blessing you know, to go out and talk and do whatever's make the send it to Daryl merch, et cetera. But like, it is kind of, it does kind of make me laugh that like these people um, are on this like moral high horse. And I know that like what they did, you know, when Sheena, for example, was cheating on with Eddie, that was like 15 years ago. So it's like, I'm not going to compare the two, but like, it, it is kind of interesting to me that that it's like you guys really have no room to to talk a, that much. I I think Sheena out of all of them ha, does have the space to talk because she was like really 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 good friends with Ra- Raquel. You know Raquel lived with her. She took Raquel in. She was really there for Raquel. I mean they did a whole. I mean we all remember they did the press tour like days before this news broke. Um. She was really riding hard for Rachel, you know, and um, that bit her in the ass. Bit little Sheena Shea, Marina Del Rey in the ass. Um, but like, Lola, I'm like, babe, you were fucking around with a married guy like for years and yelling everybody and yelling at everybody about it. Let's be real. Um, also, what else? Who else? I mean, Kristen. It's like, babe, Kristen. <sighs> where to begin with her. She like, I don't need Kristen to come back. I guys, I'm going to say something again. I would like to see Jax Taylor come back and that might be a hot take, but like, I really feel like there's a space for him and Brit to come back now. Like I feel like there's been enough time. I'm, I don't think I'm going to watch their Peacock watch of the show. You know how they're going on Peacock now and they're talking about the show and whatever. I don't need to watch that. I want to see them like, I want to see him out making a mess of himself. I've been doing a little dabble in my rewatch of Vanderpump and um, he was, 
he is horrible. Like he is a horrible, horrible person. And I bet you he's a great dad. I'm going to say that. And I'm going to say that him and Brittany are soulmates and I'll leave it at that. But Billy Lee, like I said, she was, I believe, I'm, I think I might be getting the seasons mixed up. She was either four and five or six and seven. I can't fully remember. Um, and she kind of crashed and burned. I remember she, yeah, it was six and seven. Okay. And, uh, she was upset because the girls did a girl's night out, but didn't include her. And it was very triggering for her because she's trans. She's a trans woman and she felt excluded and all of that. And like, she just kind of, it just kind of, she soured really quickly with a lot of people, but she's always been close with Ariana and Tom. She's been commenting on Ariana's photos, like looking good. Love you. Like they, they stayed really close friends. Then we see that Billy was out and about with Tom. And I was like, Hmm, that's really weird because she's like commenting on Ariana's most recent photos, you know, like that seems really strange. So then Kristen Dowdy gets involved and she goes, eye roll emoji as she cried at Ariana's house days after Ariana found out shaking my head. And Billy Lee responds. She says, yeah, I was crying because they both are my family. It was sad and still is. What were you doing while I was crying? Literally taking selfies with everybody, including Ariana. Who does that? It felt like a funeral and you were taking selfies. I roll. Read the room. Your friendship is fake and performative. I'm going to say something. I kind of agree with Billy. I never thought I would because I really didn't care for Billy that much, but I kind of see her point of view. Like, like Kristen, like you haven't been Ariana's really good friend. Like you literally wanted Ariana to get hit by a bus. And I get that we've all grown and changed, but like they haven't been like super, super close until this whole situation. I think this really brought them closer. And it's just, and Billy's probably like, feels like a child of divorce. You know, she doesn't know where to turn, what to do. And unfortunately, being seen out with Tom is a mistake. It is a mistake. I do see her point when she's talking to Kristen, but I do think being seen with Tom is just not, not the way to, not the way to go. So speaking of Tom, him and um, Raquel, where she was said to have gone to rehab or a mental health facility last week. And then it came out that it actually wasn't that. And it was just like basically a resort and spa in Arizona because that's where her family lives. And Tom apparently was there. So the drama. Miraval Resort, which is the resort that they allegedly were staying at, posted a photo of the bar, of their bar, and the caption said, you know that it's our time. These are the best days of our lives with a martini. Um, I have to say that is so distasteful for a spa that's like all about health and wellness and escape and like meditation and the woo-woo of it all um, to get to basically out that the people that are staying there who are under some sort of duress, like you're, you're posting that they're there. Like you're basically dropping a clue and listen, 
I don't fuck with Tom and Raquel. I think they're monsters. But like this just is distasteful because it's like you're really doing that. Like, I don't know. I just got weird vibes, but they ended up taking it down because people were like, what the fuck? Like, this is crazy. So then Tom posts on his stories. And this is what he says. I'm beyond disappointed in Miraval Resorts in Miraval, Arizona. Their decision to post their Instagram account. Okay. Their decision to post to their Instagram account this past weekend, alluding to me staying there this week. They claim to be a refuge for wellness and betterment, but that is obviously false. They'd rather feed into the negativity and spectacle that has engulfed my life. In a continuous effort to be healthy and work on myself, I planned a trip to go there completely alone to try and find some peace. Miraval clearly isn't the place for that. Special shout out to the general manager who refuses to take any responsibility for the actions of his team, even though he considered this post to be in poor taste. Regardless of where you stand in all of this, we all deserve the chance to be better. I have to say, like, I don't disagree. I hate that I'm saying that. I hate that I'm sitting here and I'm agreeing with fucking Sandoval. I just feel like that's a weird thing for them to do. It's kind of how I felt when when brands were getting involved in the Haley Bieber and Selena Gomez drama. I felt weird about that. I felt weird when brands were getting involved with, and now this is a very different situation, the Amber Heard and Johnny Depp trial. It's inappropriate. Like you aren't supposed to be taking sides and like with the Haley Bieber and Selena stuff, it was like, yeah, Haley, there's a lot of evidence that points to Haley being a little um, single white female with Selena, but you don't have to like bully this young girl like online and you, the brands shouldn't be getting involved. Like when Bay's um, Shay Mitchell's company Bay's, I love their suitcase, hate their weekender bag. Um, notoriously almost broke my shoulder. That's a story for another time. Um, they sent Ariana like a bunch of free stuff. And I'm like, why are brands getting involved? Like, it's really weird. Like, it's because they want to like boost their brand awareness and they want to like be, you know, involved in the conversation. But it's like, there's a way to do that. And like, we all should have learned from Peloton. I'm going to say everyone should have taken a note from Peloton because what they did crashed and fucking burned. Okay. Do you remember when in Just Like That came out and Big died on the Peloton? (laughs) He died on the Peloton and Peloton obviously was freaking out because they're like, what the fuck? Like, this is not good for our brand. Like <laughs> the, the one of the most popular characters of all time, one of the most notorious television characters of all time died while riding a Peloton. This isn't good for us. So then they, they came out quick with a commercial an ad to like, counteract that and it involved big he was in the commercial then about a day or two later all the news about chris noth came out being a creep and i'm like see this is what you get shouldn't have gotten involved obviously this is a very different situation but you guys get what i'm saying you're picking up what i'm putting down and hopefully if you're not you at least can like kind of see what i'm saying i don't know i just think it's weird I just think it's really weird. Now, when it comes to like the Netflix fiasco the other day, brands getting involved in that, I found was funny because it's it's not targeting 
a person, it's targeting another company. So like when Hulu was like posting gifts or Cheesecake Factory was like, wow, this is taking long. This is longer than our menu. Like that shit's funny. Like that's something I enjoy. It's when it's like targeting like one singular person. I don't like that. I think it's gross and it's just like not their place. Um, yeah, like like I said, with the Haley and Selena stuff, that was really nasty. Um, brands were being really, really gross about that because like at the end of the day, like who really fucking cares? Oh, apparently me because I'm talking about it, but I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. DM me, talk to me. Don't leave me a review about it. <laughs> just just DM me. Um, I don't know. I, I hate that I, I see his point because he's such a despicable person. Um, and I'll never forgive him for that Howie Mandel interview. That was so atrocious. Ugh, disgusting. Okay. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Let's get into the Love is Blind reunion. So I'm staying with my mom right now and I was telling her, I'm like, mom, Love is Blind is crazy. It's the best show. We need to watch it. And she was like, okay, tell me what's going on. So I filled her in on all the drama. I had her watch the last, I had her watch the wedding episode, which I was like, felt kind of bad because it's kind of the worst episode, especially this season because it was like kind of boring. Um, the most exciting thing was like Micah's bra strap. That was deeply upsetting to me. Um, but you know, I was like, you know, I really like Zach and Bliss. I think that they're actually my favorite couple. Like I really like Brett and Tiffany, but like they haven't really had to like overcome any like adversity on the show. They were just, which is great. Like, hello, like love, like that's amazing. That's beautiful. But like with Zach and Bliss, I feel like we really saw them come together and they really like were a united front. So I was so excited for this reunion. It's a live reunion. I was ready to go. You know, we were queued up. Mary was ready. We were sitting down and I'm like, okay, what's going on? Because it was like timing out. It was like error loading. And I'm like, oh my God, I said our internet, why is this happening? And so I did, I tried it a few times, still wasn't working. I go to Twitter. Twitter is a blaze. Twitter is a wrecking ball of just why the fuck is this working? What the fuck is going on? So Netflix tweeted and they said, love is running 15 minutes. Like, <laughs> please be patient. So we're like, okay, 15 minutes. Cool. So we like all sat there staring at this black screen for 15 minutes, just, you know, tweeting up a storm. Just can't believe that this is happening. I have, um, so I run the bachelor for batches and we're covering all this blind this season. And so one of our, one of the, um, 
Girls from Betches was actually at the live reunion covering it for me, not like covering it for me, but she was there like just getting like inside pictures. So I was like, girl, like, what are they saying? She's like, nothing. Everyone's just drinking. Like everyone's just drunk. I was like, okay, cool. Love that. Um, you know, there was all the people there from the past seasons. There was Shayna, there was Alexa and Brennan, who of course we know they're not going to miss an opening of an envelope. Um, they're always going to be around, which I love them, but that's just facts. You know, there's no shame in their game. And, uh, yeah. So the time just kept ticking by tick, tick, tock, tock. It was just the clock didn't stop. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, this is really crazy. You know, because Netflix in the the art of the streaming world was definitely the first one. Then, you know, lately they've been going through some changes. People have been falling off Netflix because the content that they're putting out just isn't that good. Um, they t- they put shows out, they take them out, you know, they cancel them the next season. It's like, well, how do you want us to like get invested in shows, but you give us like zero time to fucking watch. And you also put out a bunch of shit that clutters our, our feed. Like it's hard to even find something on Netflix unless, unless someone online is like talking about it actively and like, you see that and then you're like, oh, I know about that show. Or like if they drop like a murder documentary, everyone's watching that. Like that's the big drops are the things people don't miss. But it's like and then then they were going to do the whole like only one login per household. You know, it's you're not allowed to share your login with anybody else. And everyone's like, shut the fuck up. You're not like gatekeeping like the world's best content. Okay, please, please be serious. So there was that. And then there was the whole, we're raising our prices. And everyone's like, what is Netflix fucking doing? What are they doing? So the fact that they had Love is Blind, a show that everybody's watching right now, everybody's invested. They're doing a live reunion. It's Sunday night, prime time. People are sitting their asses down. They're ready to fucking go. Okay. It's not working. It's not working. It didn't work. Period. It's not like it was 30 minutes late and came on. It never came on for some of us. I had to wait until the next day at 3 p.m. for this. And by then, and the thing that was weird is like a lot of the, uh, uh, some people were able to watch it. So that was like the weirdest part, you know, because it's like then they're streaming it and they're putting it on Instagram live or they're putting it out on TikTok. So it's like, you've already seen the big parts. So it's like, why do I even need to watch it when it comes out at three? I don't even need to do that. It was so disappointing. And also like you're bumping up to succession. And it's like, babe, once it's 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, uh, everyone's running over to HBO who welcomes us to, into its loving, punctual arms who never fucks up. I think they fucked up during the Mayor of Easttown finale. I do remember that, but then it came on like 10 minutes later. Like there have been moments like where it does crash because so many people are watching, but it rarely, it never comes to the point where it just like doesn't come out. And they're just like, sorry, sorry about that guys. It's like, what? Like you can't do what cable has done for decades. Are you kidding? And then you expect us to pay your fucking prices. Be fucking for real. Be fucking for real. So let's get into the reunion because obviously I did watch it. 
because I'm a sucker. And I know I said, who's going to watch that at 3 p.m.? Me. Um, but I know a lot of people that didn't. They lost a lot of viewers. They lost also just a lot of trust. People don't trust Netflix anymore. You know, this is going to be, you know, it's a big deal. People were sitting. They were waiting. They carved out time in their fucking days, you know, for this shit. It's ridiculous. Ridiculous. And then to make us wait and put out that garbage, it was a horrible reunion. Horrible. I, what the fuck is wrong with Vanessa Lachey? Period. What is wrong with her? I will get into it when we, when I go, like, when I break it down, but I was disgusted by her behavior. It was so crazy and, like, appalling and didn't make any fucking sense. And Nick Lachey's face the entire time was like, oh, my God, what is she doing? What the fuck is my wife doing? So, Obviously, the first people that are up are Chelsea and Kwame, and they seem really happy, you guys. They seem in love. They seem content. They seem happy. And something Chelsea said towards the end, because Vanessa wouldn't shut the fuck up about pushing people to have babies, she wouldn't stop talking about it. She brought it up multiple times. It's like for it, like it's now like inappropriate. It's so fucking inappropriate. Just shut up. Shut the fuck up. Chelsea was like, you know what? Now that I'm with Kwame, like I'm taking things as they come. Like I'm not, I don't feel that pressure anymore. And I just thought that that was really important. Like as a woman who's over 30, like you do feel that societal pressure. Like, okay, well, if I, if I wait and then I'm going to do this, then I'm going to do that. Then I'm going to be this old when I have a baby. And then what if it doesn't work? And then blah, 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 blah. And then your mind just starts spinning and you're going crazy. And for her to be like, you know what? If it happens, it happens. When it happens, it'll be great. But right now we're we're happy. Like basically like leave us the fuck alone because then she was going around to every couple there and asking all of them when they plan on having babies. And Bliss and Tiffany were like, what is wrong with you? Like they looked so put off by that question. Like they were, everyone there looked really annoyed by her. Like we'll get to Marshall in a minute, but it was bad. But so Kwame and Chelsea seem happy. He's like, you know, it really bothered me that like it was edited the way that it was. He's like, obviously I take full responsibility and accountability for my conversation with Mike and how inappropriate it was. But Chelsea's like a very evolved human being. And she's like, listen, it was the experiment. It was what it was. And she's like, I knew what I wanted. And that's that. And she's like, women all the time are told that we have to like make excuses. We like have to play these games. We have to apologize. She's like, I'm not fucking doing that. I'm not doing that. And we saw a conversation that we didn't see before between her and Micah talking about the whole poolside combo. Um, I don't know. I feel like obviously Micah was being honest, but she's not going to like look at Chelsea and be like, yeah, I was touching your boyfriend's lips and holding his hands. So I think it was a little jarring, you know, when um, Chelsea had to see that. That was tough. When she touched his lips, I was like, I would have fought her. And I'm not a fighter. So there was that. Then we bring out Irina. And little Irina, who I never thought we'd have to see this bitch again. And unfortunately, we did. And she 
tried to really do the whole like I was struggling with mental health and like I was just trying to like be in this experiment and it was really hard and like her and Micah keep doing this like thing where they're like we were making jokes to like you know survive it's like babe you don't tell the person who you said yes to that he looks like a cartoon character and then he doesn't fucking blink you don't put a pillow over your ears while he's talking to you and I have to tell you guys I had a boyfriend that did this yeah I dated someone for too fucking long in my early 20s who when I would try to have like serious conversations with him, he would put a pillow over his head and then like not understand why I'm upset. I'm like, well, that's really weird and really rude. And one time, this is when I knew I had to break up with him is because his best friend looked at me and was like, yeah, he doesn't think two feet outside of himself. And I was like, whoa. You just confirmed everything that I already knew, but I needed someone to, I needed like someone to show, like to, you know, tell me that because like I would just explain his behavior away. It was really crazy. It was really, really crazy. So obviously broke up with him and uh, moved on with my life because that was horrible. And um, yeah, wow, what a time. So it was very triggering, you know, to see someone like Irina and it's just like, you don't have to act like that. And Zach handled her perfectly. He, he he put his lawyer pants on and let her have it in the most respectful way possible. He's like, what you don't understand is that you guys saw 10% of what she did to me. It was unbelievable. She was like making him out to be like a creep. She was like, I don't feel safe. I don't want to like be physical with him. I don't want to touch him. She's like, I felt so uncomfortable. I cried. I had a panic attack after I met you. I'm like, that is fucking horrible to say to somebody. If someone said that they had a panic attack after they met me, I would not be okay. And she was saying it like, this wasn't supposed to be the most hurtful thing anyone's ever said to someone. It was so fucking crazy. I thought I was like in the twilight zone. I was like, what is this bitch even talking about? And then bliss. Oh, bliss. Bliss rides so hard for her, man. She really, really does it. I love it. I love it. Cause she's just like Zach where she is really intelligent and re- really emotionally intelligent. And, um, handled her, you know, she was like, well, that's actually not the truth. Ellen. She was like, you know, you texted me when you left and said that I dodged a bullet. Then you texted Zach and was like apologizing, wanting to meet up with him. So which is it? And everyone was like, oh, yikes, 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 yikes. And, um, you know, people, people weren't having it. Vanessa and Nick were like, just get off the stage. Like you're just embarrassing yourself. Please leave. And so she left. She's like a little snake in the night. She slithered away. And then we get to Micah and Paul. Micah and freaking Paul. So they're no longer together. They tried dating briefly after the show aired or not after the show aired, but like after everything happened where he left her at the altar and, um, Actually, she technically left him. He just said no. She's the one who ran away. And Vanessa got real weird with this one. I was not expecting it. So my theory about Vanessa is I think she might have had too many cocktails while waiting for Netflix to get their shit together. 
I also think she had the mentality of like, if I don't go hard on the guys then the internet's going to come for me because girl power, feminism, blah, 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 blah. But what she doesn't understand is like, Micah, what is horrible? <laughs> like, I, I get that what Paul did wasn't great, but like she wasn't listening to what Paul was saying. She was being very, very biased. And as a host, like that's not fun for us to watch. Like the way Andy handles it, like he asks the questions, but he's not like, so what did you mean by that? Like nothing like that. It was so weird. My mom and I were watching it together. And my mom kept like turning and looking at me and she's like, what the fuck? I'm like, mom, I don't know. And my mom's like, what's happening? Why is she acting like this? Like, I don't know, mom. It's crazy. And, um, so it came out that Paul had told Micah that he doesn't think that she's maternal and anyone with a fucking brain understands what he meant by that. He's not saying that she would be a bad mom, but he's saying like, she wasn't ever like loving with me, like didn't have like, she wasn't warm or in like coats, comfy, cozy they weren't like that with each other because I don't think they brought that side out of each other. And he's like, listen, I feel bad that I said that, but like, this is why I said it. And like, you have to give people like space to talk about their true feelings. And it doesn't mean that he's wrong. Like, I don't know. It really bothered me the way that Vanessa was handling this whole situation because then Zach like said something to to Paul and she was like so we're on a live reunion and you're over there whispering what are you guys whispering about I'm like who the fuck put like a stick up your ass today it was so crazy I felt insane even thinking about it now I'm like what the hell was that and Zach was like I'm just saying like you know I know the real truth like Paul has apologized. He's taken accountability. Like, why the fuck are we still doing this? Like, enough, enough. And like stood up for his friend and was like, I know the truth. I know that Irina said to Bliss that Micah like was going to say no. And so, I mean, to put this all on Paul, like he's the only one that was going to say no. I feel like Micah was also going to say no. Sorry. I don't think that they were meant to be so crazy. I felt insane. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. So yeah, I, I mean, Tiff and Brett, like there's really nothing to discuss with them. They're, they're a couple, they're Tiff and Brett, you know, they're in love and, uh, they live in Portland now and, you know, they live in a beautiful apartment with all his shoes 
And there's really nothing left to report for that. Um, overall, the reunion was like pretty lackluster. Like, I don't know. I, I think also just, it was really anticlimactic, like the whole waiting and stuff like that. It was just really lame. And, um, I just, oh my God, I can't believe I almost forgot about the Jackie and Marshall stuff. Oh my God. I can't believe it. I can't believe I almost forgot about that. Oh, okay. So Jackie is a fucking pussy and didn't show up to the reunion with Josh, her now boyfriend. They live together. They have a dog together and a fish and they did a zoom. So they did a zoom with Vanessa the day before. And Jackie was like, I don't feel bad about anything. I'm with Josh. It was supposed to work out the way that it was supposed to. The editing made it look crazy. Like, I, you know, it is what it is. Like Jackie doesn't give a fuck. Okay. Then she says that Marshall called her a derogatory name. And, um, Vanessa was like, whoa, what? So then obviously Marshall's like having to sit here and like watch this woman who like doesn't give a single fuck about anybody, um, talk about him. And then he's like, obviously, like, I don't know what you want me to say. Like, that was crazy. Like, the Zoom is weird. The fact she's not here is weird. You know, if she's happy with Josh, like, let's move on. Like, I don't – he's like, I don't know what you want from me. And Vanessa was, like, being really rude to him again. And you're just like, what the fuck is your problem? And he's just like, yeah, I mean, I did call her. I said that she was like a man. Because I had found all these text messages of her calling me gay. Like, he's like, those have been leaked. He's like, it's not right. I take accountability. I'm sorry for what I said. It was not nice of me. He goes, but we both said horrible things to each other in the moment. Like, why Why are you only coming at me about it? And she was. And even Nick was like, okay, we're going to move on. <sighs> it was Crazy. Crazy. And I honestly don't think we're going to see these people again. I just feel like these type of reality shows, like they don't become like big stars anymore. Does that make sense? Like unless you're on like a, a Vanderpump or a housewife or you're like Jersey Shore cast or something like, I just don't think they, it's like a mill of like automatic fame anymore. Like it used to be like, if you went on this show you would get a million followers and you would get brand deals and you would be so famous and you could quit your job and you could do this. I can tell you right now, I am shocked by the lack of followers the Bachelor cast got this year. For a Bachelor and the winner to not have over 500,000 followers is fucking crazy, you guys. These girls used to be able to go on the show, not win, not even be the runner up, but just be on the show and get a million followers by the end. Now, Katie, the winner, the girl that got proposed to by Zach, um, has 200,000 followers. I believe he has 150. It's just, it's really, I, it's really weird. It's really, really weird because it didn't used to be like that. And I just don't think like viewers of the show, they, I think viewers now realize like, we're in charge of who we make famous and like deeps really blew up after season two because that was like, we love deeps. We support deeps. We loved the you know message that she put out there. We love Z. We love her. 
But her fame has faded, you know, but she doesn't seem to understand that. And neither does Natalie because they just put out a podcast and the comments were, didn't pass a vibe check. The comments were like, will you guys like let this go? Will you guys like move on with your lives? Like people just, they're not interested. Like you're a one and done on a reality show, move on, go be happy, go be in love. If that's, if you're coming on a reality show to find love, I mean, you know, we're not like following your lives. Like I said, it's not like a reality show like Vanderpump or something where it's like, we're really following the ins and outs, like where you get invested. It's like, okay, I forget who was even on certain shows, like Perfect Match. What the fuck was that? There is a new show coming out called The Ultimatum, and it's going to be all LGBTQ couples, which is really, really exciting. I think it's like one of the first of its kind. I remember there was a, a show called Prince Charming back in the day, which problematic, I believe. And um, yeah, wow. Anyway, that's enough of Love is Blind. Let's talk girls trip. I don't know, you guys. This girls trip has been tough for me. It has. And I love girls trips. I loved it in the beginning. I was smiling ear to ear. I couldn't get enough. But after Giselle's whole bottle fiasco, I was like, what the fuck are you guys doing? Like, I don't care about this. And they made Pepsi cry sweet little pep. He cried. He cried because he couldn't believe these women. He's like, they're horrible. They're yelling. They're fighting. They're making up. I don't know what's going on. They're accusing me of stealing bottles and taking bottles. And he's like, I didn't fucking take your bottle. Also, Giselle, it's a hundred dollar tequila bottle. Get it when you get back. Shut the fuck up. So then they're all at like lunch or breakfast. I don't know. I, what, I, I never know what time of day it is there, to be completely honest. And Portia just kind of comes at Leah and is like, yeah, I really don't like you. She's like, okay. She's like, you don't have to like me. It's fine. I don't like you either. Okay. She's like, I just thought it was like weird that like you went out of your way to like not like tag me or Candace. Like it's really weird. Like, and Leah to me, like, I don't think cares if Portia likes her or not, but just go out of your way to like not tag someone and like create that type of conversation online because it was a conversation online is really weird. Like it was, it seemed unnecessary. I'm like, are we missing something? Did Leah like, like, to- like, what did she do to these women? They just don't like her. They think she's like, they keep calling her poor Leah. Marisol hates her. She's like, she complains all the whole time. Whitney's even like, she's complaining a lot. You know, like we're all here. We're trying to have this experience. So then Whitney brings that up. She's like, well, like you kind of complain a lot. And Leah's like, yeah, my mom's a therapist, so I just communicate my feelings whenever I feel them. And that is very draining. It is because it's like, babe, rein it in. Rein it the fuck in. There's nothing worse than being on a vacation with someone that doesn't shut the fuck up and complains about everything. Like, oh my God, it's so hot. Oh my God, are we eating inside? Oh my God, I can't have the air conditioning. Oh my God, I can't do that. It's like, we're all in this experience together. Like, you buckle up, buttercup. Seriously, I cannot handle it. I also have a problem with people that like, complain a lot about stuff like that like just write it out like I just oh it would be really it would be hard for me too to be around that to be honest and like I can say like I don't get why they hate Leah but I also understand like why they're annoyed with Leah you know so then they go to like this temple and it's really powerful and then this the person at the temple said to Portia that she's gonna find a lesbian or something and I was like what? Like what? What was that? I cackled because I was like, Portia was like, oh, 
Okay, like, sounds good. Then, you know, Whitney and Heather hug it out. They hug it out. Everyone's clapping. Everyone's happy. The rain is coming down. Mama Elsa is upon us. Her spirit is with us. And uh, Marisol just feels it. Speaking of Marisol, her and Alexia did come out with a podcast and I will be listening. It will be a show show. And I hope they get into like more of like details of their lives. Um, I don't know. Like this girl's trip just like it feels kind of like I'm just not feeling it. I don't know. Like I still like it used to be where every Thursday morning I would spring right out of bed and like put it on and like before I start work and like whatever. And now I'm like, I don't know about this. Like I, I wait a day to like watch. I just like, I'm not that into it. Um, which is a bummer, you know, it's a big bummer because I still love all the women on the show. You know, I still love them all. I just find it to be a nothing burger, but maybe that's, maybe that's good. You know, we can't always have a Dorinda versus Vicky. We can't always have an Eva versus Dorinda or whatever the fuck we can't have Dorinda versus everybody all the time in that haunted mansion. Um, so, you know, I think we only have like one episode left of this and then, um, I hope we're getting OC soon. I hope and fucking pray we're getting real housewives of Orange County very soon. I need my Tammy Sue. I need her against Heather Dubrow. I guess her and Heather Dubrow go fucking at it. Speaking of Heather Dubrow, Kelly Dodd is the most vile fucking person on the planet coming for Heather Dubrow's children coming for Heather DeBros saying that she's a man coming for Heather DeBro and everything it's so disgusting I'm like Kelly Dodd still is the most vile human being on the face of the planet oh my god I can't believe I almost forgot to bring this up there's a video going around of Louie Teresa's Louie I don't know when this video was taken but he's sitting in his car and he's crying about Rula La which He's alleging he started the company Rulala because it's a, a Ruelis or whatever the fuck. I'm going to post it to my Instagram for everyone to see because it's so fucking weird. He's a scary guy. I don't guy. I don't know about him. He's scary. Teresa's in for it again, I feel, unfortunately. Yikes. So there's that. Um, I hope everybody enjoyed this episode. I will be back on Friday um, with Banner Pump Rules, New Jersey, and um, any any other Bravo news that pops up along the way because, you know, these bitches never sleep. So I will be back and I will see you guys soon. Love you. Bye. Media Production.